Time for rolling. the right targets that is one trade t tigers is still pretty healthy tries to jump in he finds one this is a big turnaround for liberation x they might get the third they might find an ace here on two lost boy top surrey strike is not oh. enough goes down he might go for donna twips he's gonna get one he's gonna get two lost boy oh. top Top, he does it. He gets the two versus one turnaround under the turret. He lives too. Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Inglis and Krutsloth. It's time for rolling. Hey, how's it going, everyone? And welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, episode 87. We are back for another week of Vainglory Esports talk. We have a lot to decide going into this week and next week. Crude and I will probably hit on that at the end of this episode. Uh, but for at least today's episode, whenever you're listening to this, I'm joined with uh, Crude Sloth, as always. How's it going, man? It's uh, it's going all right. I'm, I really, I'm really missing Vainglory Esports, dude. Really missing it. Here on that uh, esports depression right now, esports blues. Yeah, something like that. Is that a real thing? I'm sure it is. Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess we're, we can make it a real thing. Uh, and then, of course, <laughs> we're joined with uh, a friend of the show, friend of the guild. He's been on before. Glad to have him back. We've been waiting to have more esports talk with him. Uh, Polyrath, how's it going, man? Pretty good. Pretty good today's episode we are going to just sit back and think about teams and players and speculate and just have some fun about uh what we could uh see happening in the scene going into this new vanglory premier league uh what what's going to change for vanglory 8 what is going to be like i mean we end in autumn with challenger teams taking vg8 spots but VG8's not a thing anymore, so, uh, you know, do those carry over to the VPL now? And, you know, all this stuff is kind of big question marks, which we're still waiting on Fuji and the rest of the esports team uh, at uh, SCMC to, you know, come out with those announcements that they're going to be slowly rolling them out and giving us more information. So until then, we're just going to make things up ourselves. I mean, that's probably the best thing Crude and I do is just make things up, right, Crude? Yep. Uh, don't fact check us. That's our number one rule of the podcast, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of places we could start. Um, there's been a lot happening in the scene, just like Twitch, YouTube, uh, tweets about free agency. I, I feel like kind of like the start of everyone freaking out was obviously Cloud9, um, leaving, leaving the scene and backing out. And then, uh, just recently Fnatic backed out. So, uh, Polly, I don't know if you have anything like when we get into just before we get into the specific players, like org wise, everyone's kind of like, Oh, this sucks. This is the end of Vanglory. 
Um, I don't know how you feel about it. If you think this is just going to be like a temporary thing until uh, 5v5 kind of settles in or what? I mean, I I definitely, I think it's going to be, it just, it's all dependent on the success of 5v5. Like, if it bombs, if like Arena of Valor just totally swamps Vainglory or if the market doesn't turn out to be as huge as maybe people thought, then the orgs might not come back, but if it's a success, then there's no reason why they couldn't. And do you think it's going to take uh, a couple, like, I guess I can't even say seasons because we don't know if, like, Vanglory will have, like, summer and then, like, autumn or seasons or if it's just going to be, like, one big giant year. I mean, do you think, like, by Worlds that will kind of solidify it going into 2019 then? Like, it's literally going to be maybe a full year of this? Yeah, maybe. Like, Vanglory's got to get their views up. Right. For, like, the Vainglory Premier League or whatever. Because, like, EU gets used to get, what, like, 1,200 and then NA, maybe 2,000 if it's a good week. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, that's got to get above, like, 10. Right. Yeah. Maybe, like, 10K viewers. I think, Crude, a couple times we noticed towards, like, the big weekends when it was, like, getting down to, like, which team was going to qualify for Worlds. We were hitting, like, that 5,000 mark on a Sunday, and that was kind of surprising. Um, we were yeah. like, oh, that's a pretty decent amount. Obviously, Worlds, like, we saw some pretty big numbers. And, like, day one, um, we probably could have saw even bigger numbers if there wasn't so many techno- like technical issues. But, like, they still – I was still surprised with the views from Worlds. But, you know, going yeah. – go on. No, I was just going to say, like, our playoff beard said that, you know, what what's uh, concurrently – is that the is that the right word that he used? You know, over different formats that there was 100,000 that, you know, based, they're guessing. I don't, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, if that's, if they have, like, an accurate way of getting a number, um, obviously that's uh, pretty big for Vanglory. But, you know, just having it just being Worlds is – Having that number, and then you look at, like Paulie said, each weekend is 2,000. So obviously that's definitely much lower. But the game is still yeah. relatively small, and it's not like it's been around for 10 years and they have a, uh, you know, extremely big, big following right now. But um, now we're going into 2018, the VPL, and it's like, oh, what's, what's going to happen? You have teams kind of unsure about what they want to do, especially with the decision to start in June. Um, I guess probably we can get your opinion real quick on that just because of people are like, oh, why are you starting so late? I personally think it's just like, I mean, you really have, uh, I mean, even Evil was kind of tweeting, like he was like kind of upset that Vanglory was taking this much time to start esports. I mean, do you think it's really necessary for teams to like learn and everything to settle in before they start? Or do you think they should just kind of start it up and just let the teams figure it out? I mean, I mean what's that? Oh, you go first. No, go ahead, Polly. You're good. Go ahead. Um, like what's stopping them from having like a preseason? Yeah. That doesn't mean anything in the long run. I mean they're That's starting like just... one in April, but you mean like even sooner? Yeah, just like Bangalore put it on your main channel. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Just get the game at a high level out there as soon as you can. Well, that's that's the thing though, is like when can teams and rosters be ready like i mean i understand what you're saying to to a point but like is it just gonna be people running around like you know not knowing most of these pro players probably understand the the you know the the moba the idea of it and like what you know three lanes you know it's not like they've never seen league before dota or anything but 
like how much strategy is going to be involved really with these teams if you're throwing out there day one and it's just people run up and down lanes and rotations are not good at all that'd be my question like how how worth it is it to watch it well i mean they've had like alpha like i don't know how long have people had alpha access mm, january to, right? yeah. like like Beginning. i got i've been playing i've been playing 5v5 since like mid-january right so like i'm sure there's a co- i don't know i just feel like it's definitely there's definitely a group of players that can play the game at a high level that's entertaining yeah. to watch like i mean we watch streams for these players right and right. it's fun to watch and ba- that's basically what we're watching because they, all they do is scream each other because the queue is so bad right now right so like wouldn't it be great to just watch that but being cast by like all the people we'd like to hear, to listen to mm-hmm. just to have something i don't know i mean i it, yeah it's like there's two sides people are like i'd rather them wait all the orgs get settled in and all the teams get settled in and we can get like the best highest quote unquote highest you know gameplay for you know the sovereign's rise right yeah. now or it's like Let's just start it up. Let's just get the content out there, and we'll grow as it as it goes on throughout the the months and stuff. And I think as we look at it, like it is March, basically. Um, like March is gonna go by really fast, and April will be here. So, but to me, I still have to remember like it's been since it's been two months since Worlds, like two full months. So, you know, it's kind of just like it has been a long time since we've seen esports. But they have these show matches, but like are the show matches enough like we did get to see a little bit of the e an eu show match with clash and sk we'll talk about that later but that was nice and then the sea i don't know have either you even watched any of the sea ones they've done like four full weeks of show matches and like renegades have won everyone i have not seen any of that no i mean that's i guess for that region they've been enjoying that 5v5 stuff but yeah here in like na wise literally the most competition we get is either on the pros youtube channels or the twitch streams where they do like the 5v5 privates and like you get some pretty like sweaty matchups there but even t tiger said in his write-up like t tigers did that write-up that everyone retweeted and blew up about i'm sure you guys saw it um then he went on Brad's Shadow of the Vein podcast, and literally that was like a week apart, and he said his attitude has changed slightly. So it's already been changing. He's like, things have already been changing since he wrote that article, just because players are starting to adapt, and I think that's just going to be the main thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the meta's ever going to settle in. It'll be a while until we'll see a, a solid same meta for throughout the, I don't know, competition or whatever you would call it. Hmm. it'll it'll never like think about like league of legends and how like set the competitive meta is but like think about the people that work as part of these huge orgs these like i think the someone who is or used to be an analyst for tsm used to do like stuff for boeing like aerospace (laughs) yeah so you have these like extremely intelligent people you know who could obviously be doing other stuff with their minds who determine what the meta is and like set the meta and stuff i don't know so i just i don't think the vainglory competitive meta at this point how small the game is will ever get that polished Mm -hmm. yeah i mean 
I think it's just interesting to like be at the point we are as I mean we're not even professional players so we we get we get a chance to sit back and just watch it happen but it's like we really don't know what's gonna happen with the new 5v5 obviously we want it to be like a a pretty big market and everyone kind of come into the the liking of it I've been seeing some of course you know Vanglory never never uh sponsors never advertise like they like some people say but we actually got like a first like sponsored stream there was like three big streamers that teamed up and they you know they were streaming vanglory so that's good there's been obviously a lot of those big uh companies like venture beat red bull you know forbes games like all these companies have been writing some articles about it so there's been a lot of publicity but you know that doesn't nec- publicity doesn't necessarily mean like oh magical money for prize pools coming in so obviously that's something that's going to be needed worked on so uh, as in generic overall VPL slash what's going to happen uh, conversation, I still think there's like a lot that um, is going to be released from SCMC that will help us, you know, with the with the understanding of how things are going to run. Kurt and I are aware of some things, the early talks of how the league format will be. And what we do know is kind of interesting. And if they stick with that, that'll be interesting a lot, and a lot for us to talk about in the future once that gets officially released. But um until then, we'll just continue to speculate. Uh, Player-wise, yeah. we can uh, just we can just dive into anyone and just start talking about what team player TSM uh, is the big question mark. Obviously, that's where the hype is. I think a lot of lot of lot of TSM fans out there that follow them in all sorts of esports, whether it's like their League of Legends or just the other teams there in other markets they're involved in. Um, but is TSM going to stay? What's going to happen? You know, we've been seeing these five man TSM rosters playing. They played in the bit off the rise. They've been playing on Flash's stream together. They've been on, you know, YouTube videos. Um, so Polly, I don't know. Do you, do you know, obviously which five I'm talking about when I, when I mentioned this supposedly, uh, TSM team? Oh, was that in the screenshot? You feel like you sent it to me. We have Big Paws, Cause, Shaded Talent, Best Chuck, and Hammy. So those were the five playing in the Battle for the Rise. Um, <clears throat> I can see if I can actually drop it real quick. But, you know, you have kind of like Vision in there. And obviously yeah. Vision is a team that just entered the VG8, did confirm a spot. Um, you have the two two members from Vision. You have Big Paws, who kind of is coming back into the scene more and more. And then Hammy from Rogue, who he said he left Rogue. And then just Best Chuck NA from TSM. So, I mean, hmm. if Best Chuck is the only returning, you know, original member, if Flash does decide to take a step back and uh, just be a manager, uh, I don't know, Crude, I we've discussed this a lot, but your thoughts on this roster so far. Uh, it's if, if true, that's a pretty, uh, all-star studded roster in my opinion. Now I say that because, you know, obviously the team from vision hasn't, you know, proven large amounts, but, uh, there I've, you know, from watching them play and the fact that TSM is recruiting them, if, if true and stuff, uh, they're they're great players, and that would be I, in my opinion, one of the top NA teams that that could be formed for five v five. Yeah, I mean the, oh. I mean Hammy, leaving Rogue, joining up with. I mean it's not when you look at the players, you have Hammy and Best Chuck really that would be considered the veterans, right? 
you have the other three that are more or less just like have been in challengers and off and on fighting their way through that. So, I mean, it's all-star quote unquote. I mean, for me, all-star would be more like best Chuck, Bonsi, I love Joseph, old school and Gabe. Like that's like a lot of the biggest top names out there. Probably. I don't know. But just with them joining TSM though, like obviously that means something with TSM, like, and how, how strong their gameplay is like that someone from TSM or whoever's, you know, doing all this believes in them and stuff. (laughs) Right. Probably I don't know how you feel about the the vision players plus you know that hammy if if this is what they are looking at going with. Man, cause is really good. Like yeah, when yeah. you look at like like him versus Monsi, I honestly don't see a big like downgrade mm-hmm. in that sense because like he carried so many games for them to get out of challenger and like. And like he play, you see him playing on the pro streams, and he's trolling like most of the time, and he's still like bodying people in the jungle. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's gonna. If five v five is different, because it just, just depends on how they play together. Like, it doesn't matter if that person's not necessarily the best person in that role. It's it's literally just about synergy, and understanding how to play, a five v five MOBA. Right. And the crazy thing about the Battle for the Rise was that while Best Chuck had some good games, it was pretty much Hammy, Big Paws, and Kaz just running around together, just destroying everyone. Like there, like there's a couple times that Best Chuck kind of struggled, and it was just like Kaz. And when Tivo, Tivo's actually quote unquote their sub at least when they were playing the Battle for the Rise, and Tivo was he was making some crazy plays as well, like just like even some you know, plays that on the level of Kaz. And I, I, I think Kaz is going to fill Von C's shoes just fine. Or like even, yeah. even more because of Von C's maybe tendency to overextend and just dive in and die for no apparent reason. That's, I think that's kind of where my all-star comes from. Yeah. I see what you're saying as far as the veteran status, but I know that these guys can be at that level. Like you had just said, like Kaz, I mean, even like, Tivo, PvP, uh, shaded. Wait, I'm com- I'm combining teams, aren't I? No, Tivo, <laughs> PvP. Oh no, PvP is was a part of Vision, but I don't think PvP is a part of this new TSN. Okay. Still, even PvP though, like, damn, he's he's out there for another team as well. Um, I guess another thing we can talk about to try to continue this conversation forward. Holly, I'll start with you just because you are the person I haven't talked to as much as much as I have with Crude. But like, is VPL going to have eight teams? Are we going to see a normal like come out of VGA and just stick with that eight teams? Or is there a reason why they went with VPL, Vanglory Premier League, no number? That way they can fluctuate the number of teams that are in it just based on, you know, who has a five-man team that's going to be good enough to play in it? Yeah, they can kind of do whatever they want, right? They could have like conferences they can have like well they'll have like eu and na right yeah. i'm really hoping they structure it like league where they have weekly matches and at the end yeah. of the season it's like it's like that like i don't like the format like i don't like the points format okay. i would prefer it i would prefer it to just be like a this is your win loss 
at the end of the season percentage based. Like, I just feel like that's so much cleaner and more true. I don't know. I just prefer it like that. So is that more like a, more like a round Robin you're kind of saying, or. Oh, like the way league does it right now, they, you play a series against another team. You, You play two series a week. And if you lose a series, you go, oh, let's say you win one series, you lose, you're one and one. Now your record is one and one, right? And at the right. end of the, like the end of, end of like the summer split or whatever, it's just like the teams, there's teams above a cutoff point for the playoffs. And then you can have your like bracket tournament thing. But I feel like having a bracketed tournament every weekend takes that, like the fun away from having a tournament. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause it's like, we kind of get tired of this, like the weekend is the same thing over and over. And right. even the teams, I feel like sometimes are trolly. And then when you get like that serious end of split tournament, you're like, okay, we know every team is going to be finally showing, you know, their hand and be showing like, you know, playing as hard as they can in that tournament versus like just the normal weekend tournament. So with, you know, teams like Cloud9 bagging out, and then let's look at Vision, since this is the first team that kind of comes into conversation with TSM. Vision kind of, you know, Paul, we did talk about this. They kind of like all tweeted out like we're free agents. Maybe this is just more of like, let's shop around, see what the market's like, see if there's any other, you know, major offers that we kind of want to go after before they decide what they want to do with Vision. So let's say no one comes back with Vision. Is Vision going to be uh, a team that can pick up some of those top-tier players to continue and be in this VPL and continue to hold that Vanglory 8 spot like they like they would have going into a normal Vanglory 8 with the original roster? Well, it just depends on how much money they can pull, I guess. Right? Like, yeah. They might be more attractive than, say, like, like Team Nemesis or one of those, like, old you know those like old guard teams yeah that maybe all they say is yeah you know what we'll give you jerseys and you can share the prize money if you win whereas vision might have the resources to say like oh we can actually pay you a bit for this so that might draw some players right Mm -hmm. like i have a if tsm stays in they're at such a huge advantage over all the other orgs and all the other teams because they can be like oh yeah we'll just we can offer you, like, do you have an offer from another org? Okay, we can top that quite easily just to get the best team possible. I guess that's kind of what blows my mind, that if we do see TSM stay and that no Cloud9 members go to TSM, just because of them being top-tier players and, like, TSM being able to support that, I guess that made us be like, that's way too much of a pretty penny to have like all those top veterans. So they have to go with like maybe the newer players that are still uh, like the up and coming talent. And maybe like TSM takes a chance on newer players to grow with them instead of like pulling together just the top all stars and seeing if it works out. Yeah, that's the whole nother subject is like. You have to have synergy and stuff with the people you play with. Like, you can't just, like, maybe, you know, Gabe Vizzle and, like, Von C and Best Chuck and Hammy and uh, Old School. Let's say that's, like, the best. Let, let's say that you say that that's the best team out there. Like, they may not still work together just because they're all the best. Like, it, ha- it takes synergy and stuff. It's just like, you know, regular sports, like football teams, baseball teams. It's the same idea. You can't just pull – most of the time, you can't just pull together the top top players in each 
position and expect them to just go win a national championship or, you know, in the case of sports or go win the v- VPL. Like, right. That's a big factor too. I mean, but that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> no, I mean, it, I mean, it makes we, sense. the warriors, that's what the warriors do. Right. But you're right though. It doesn't work all the time. Like if it was true, the Yankees would win a world series every year. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that's true. Um, so TSM, uh, we can kind of put them to the side, and uh, this is the question mark. We see them being teased in this quote-unquote, uh, everyone's saying supposedly new TSM roster, but there's just no confirmation yet, and we won't know. We won't know if Flash X is retiring. We won't know if uh, their TSM is staying in Bangori until hopefully soon, just because the preseason's coming up, and you're going to want your team to continue uh, playing together and get everything set. So... Um, I guess let's move on to the next team and just talk about the players that are around that. Um, let's just go with Nova Esports, just because we have seen some confirmation with them. Uh, starting all over, did tweet out that he is going to be the bottom laner for Nova Esports. He is joining them. And if that's true, that's not troll or anything. Uh, that's a pretty interesting situation just because of truth of light and starting all over. The two big playmakers, mid lane, bottom lane. Then you have Eco, who's pretty, you know, he's a pretty decent captain. Then you have Lone Delphi, who is seen as a very strong jungler. And then you throw anyone else in there with them. You know, Starboy. Starboy, FPG, just, you know, the other players have been playing. To me, it seems like maybe uh, a hit-and-miss roster, maybe sometimes an out-of-a-control roster, but a roster that's a lot of lot of talent. Yeah, a lot of raw talent. Mm-hmm. Well, like, yeah, they obviously would be like a dark horse, true, which is why I'd prefer to have the, like, sorry to revert back to it, but, like, you know, like the weekly, just like the standings thing leading into a tournament, so mm-hmm. you can have these teams because you get screwed over right now. Like in the v- old VGA format, you get screwed over because like one bad matchup at the start means you earn zero points, right, or something, right? And that becomes like a, that can impact your season like enormously. Whereas like a different format might allow a team like Nova to go into a tournament and maybe they get this huge live buff and make this crazy run. You know right. what I mean? It yeah, just would be more i i I'm, i really hope that the format facilitates like march madness style like holy crap i can't believe they just busted my bracket kind of stuff yeah now in league does every team play every weekend or is that like hit or miss i think they all play okay i didn't know if it I'm was like sure. some weekends they have like a quote-unquote buy and then like the next weekend they would definitely play but they don't always get every team playing every weekend i think every team does play every week i just i mean obviously it's not mm-hmm. they're not all streamed because there's so many teams but for i think i think paulie's right for league yeah i'm I'm just going to the nalcs website now okay um i was on eu lcs the other day um so, I mean, yeah, the format is going to be big. And I think that can really, hopefully, things... I think things do need to change for sure. I definitely agree with that. And hopefully what they decide will be more uh, it'd be more enjoyable for viewers. But, um, so that's that's Nova. And I think, really, Nova has been kind of just the, the FPG, the Starboy, the, the, the Lone, Truth. 
um, eco, and then now this new addition of, of starting all over. I think it's going to be a playmaking team that's going to be definitely a team to you know maybe watch out for just because Nova was kind of there to like beat all the big teams. You know, always had that big rival with Rogue, so that was definitely interesting. Rogue, of course, another team we can talk about. Hammy has left Rogue. Hammy has teamed up with you know seems like Flash X and uh, TSM here. So, Polly, how do you feel about Rogue? Rogue was this team that everyone was like, oh, they play so well together. Evil is a god. They have Hammy, who was a pretty decent laner. Pawn, the original, he was a good jungler. I mean, but now they kind of stand at this place of like, uh, Sib seems to be kind of like a, a free agent. He's looking around. Like, if it's just Evil sticking around, I mean, how do they build a roster that's going to be as good as they were in 3v3? Man, I think Hammy was like, I think Hammy's like a top tier laner. Yeah, personally, because mm-hmm. remember at the mobile mobile masters, they beat Cloud Nine with yeah. Sibs as their as their sub. Yeah, like, and I'm like, no disrespect to Sibs, but like Hammy carried the like the hell out of those games, like right against old against old school, who's like, like I I feel like Hammy's definitely. I feel like they will struggle to fill his absence mm-hmm. and like they have evil who's second best captain in na behind gabe Vizzle. and if gabe switches positions he's the best captain yeah. in north america so, so that's like a really solid like building point but hold on hold on what about max green i'm gonna contest <laughs> you on that one i think come on evil i, th- I think evil is better than him yeah all right all right. I, I think, Mc, like, mechanically speaking, I think that Mac Green was just surrounded by a better team. Like, I imagine sure. if Evol had Zio and T Tigers. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> Valid. Uh, what do you say, Zio and T Tigers? You could probably put me in there, and we may do pretty well. No, no, <laughs> no not a chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, way too far. Um, like, Max for sure made plays at Worlds. But yeah, like, yeah. Evol, Evol makes plays like every week that he he plays oh i know so, i'm not disagreeing i'm just throwing out other names <laughs> yeah no yeah for sure for sure and i it's like it's fun it's like hard to rank players because yeah it's like and they're all getting so close now which is exciting yeah, yeah. You know what i mean like there's not this like there was a time where flash was like unquestionably so much better than everyone else mm-hmm. but now like and like gabe is like he, like he like that's kind of the exception where Gabe is like obviously the best captain. Yeah. But in the other positions, it's real close, right? Because you have like Hammy, Best Chuck, Old School, starting all over. Like, I don't know, pick one of them. You know, they're all so good. Yeah, I mean, well, ugh, I don't know. For me personally, I do think Best Chuck is much lower on that list than what he was towards the beginning. And I, I don't know. That's just my opinion. I, I do think old school, D'Anzio, um, Ham, even Hammy. I, I don't know. I just feel like maybe just because the team that Best Chuck was on, like Von C wasn't playing very well. Flash is just like he's a good captain, but not a great captain. So maybe Best Chuck was just struggling on that team. But for me, I just feel like Best Chuck is not as high as some of the other laners in the scene. I think he was just struggling with that team because, like, I mean, if you look at their worlds, like when they played at worlds, their whole goal was like protect Best Chuck NA and like keep him alive because they knew that like Best Chuck was like their go to. 
in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, and like, if you if you like, I was rewatching. I actually rewatched the world's broadcast like two weeks ago. Like the whole thing. <laughs> and like, man, Vonsi was trolling. Man, he was That's trolling. Yeah. Like he was tilted, and like Flash was miss was not playing his greatest. Like they honestly like their only chance to do well at Worlds was for Best Chuck to just like like you said like just get protected, get built, and carry team fights. And like he wasn't protected, yeah. and he couldn't. It it's just like they had that certain plan, and it just did not work out at Worlds. Like I don't know. So I, I guess Von C, you know, being a free agent and then like, are we going to see him go somewhere? I guess the thing that is like, I question is like, are players going to play just because they want to continue to play and not necessarily worry about getting that big paycheck? Like, I don't know what their priority is going to be just because like Von C obviously kind of dropped out of school and left and focused on being a professional Bangalore player and kind of lived in a house and had a place to live. Like to me, it's just like Von C being a free agent and stepping away from TSM is like pretty big in his part, I would say, because he lived with flash. Like you didn't live with his parents and his, I'm pretty sure most of his family's in China anyways. No, his, Mm -hmm. his, his family's over here in North America. I know this secretly. You know this secretly? Because you talked to him? No, what oh, yeah. Well, no, when we were in San Francisco, when we were playing a game, he was talking about it. But right, his, right. Family's mainly in, his family's mainly in NA. His girlfriend's in China. So okay, that's why okay. he goes back to China. Yeah. Okay. But anyways. Wow. But still. I, yeah, but still. <laughs> Dedication. <laughs> Man, you know what? I can say this because I know for a fact my girlfriend doesn't listen to this podcast. No way would I be going to China. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny. But uh, Paulie, do you think Bonsi should like stick around? Is that a player you still think has like a, a solid place in the Vanguard competitive scene? Oh, he'll find a spot. Like, yeah, for sure. Like it's kind of like. I don't know if you guys pay too much attention to league, but it's kind of just like how when players get dumped, they end up finding a spot yeah. on another team. Like, you know, I feel like he'll probably get he's good, you know, like, but mm. I don't think he, I don't think when you think about like, we got to pick up the jungler. I don't think he's the first one of the first couple names that comes to people's minds just because of how unpredictable and stuff he is yeah yeah it i don't know let's we'll have to see if like 5v5 like changes how effective von c becomes because like he's so aggressive you know like that's all we've ever known with von c is no fear just fight i don't know it like i think it could be better for him in a weird way does that make sense like i, I think that <sighs> i don't know we, we well see, having I've... like having five players like it, it's not it's not just him getting focused, which it wasn't in 3v3 either, but I'm saying like he could get in, do his damage, and get out, and then have three other players there to help start eliminating targets. Mm-hmm. Well, like I was watching a stream the other day, and he was on it. It was like one of those like pro things, and he didn't build any defense, and he just kept getting wrecked. And it's like, man, that's not going to fly. There's five people yeah. on the enemy yep. team. You. You have to build, like, when you're a jungler, jungler has changed, like, the role. I mean, we even saw jungle, the role of jungle shift towards this 
at the end of 3v3 where jungle all of a sudden just became about being this tank right like just like feed yeah. the carry the farm get and like that's what jungle is now like your build for jungle should be cheap like two maybe three offense but the rest like tank and like so maybe he needs to switch to a different role you know like maybe he needs to be a laner uh, like one of the carries because you can get away with not building defense in 5v5 on carries but not on jungle i feel like we saw that in the show the 5v5 showcase matches like early on when he was on the tsm with lucky bread and all that he would just dive in and immediately get melted that's what i was gonna say it was like if he has that attitude going in like people will just focus him down he's not gonna play any part in the team fights just because he's gonna get melted immediately but it's gonna be interesting to see where he does go i mean there's so many free agents to talk about it gets really confusing trying to like keep it all in line like obviously you have all three members from cloud nine and you look at the scene right now and you're like oh cloud nine players they deserve to be paid the most out of anyone or they deserve the best you know, they deserve to go to the best place possible. So, like, I don't know if either of you guys want to speculate, but, like, what are we going to see with Gabe? What are we going to see with Old School? And what are we going to see with I Love Joseph? Like, where can they end up in, like, to be on, a like, a really strong team without all three members going to the same location? I don't know if that's going to even be possible. Who do you want to go first? I don't care. <laughs> you go first, Paul. Well, okay, okay. Well, I mean, the only thing that I can say is like, yeah, I don't, I think it's a lot of people are focusing on like, for example, like the speculation about Gabe going to tribe and stuff, or if like all three of them go to tribe, I don't know how that happened, but if, if it does happen, I think what people need to focus on is what if another org picks just up those three players and then adds in, you know, other two, three players, you know, lesser name, but you know, enough to help, you know, like, um, wrecked. Like, he's still there. He was the sub for Cloud9. Like, what if all four of them go play, and then they add, like, I'm just saying, I know it probably won't happen, but let's say Xenotech, or another name player who's been kind of off the radar. I mean, you I got, can't think of you. you got, like, Status that was from Hammers. He's, you know, kind of exactly. like that. You got, like, a Sibs. couple. Yeah, I mean. I don't. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I think a lot of people are talking about which, you know, which big org are they going to go to, but you have to think, too, what other maybe mediocre or maybe even a bigger, who knows, maybe a huge org comes in. I don't know. It, it's like it's all speculation but and it comes to pick up them and they build around those three players maybe they don't get separated and you bring in other people around you know those three or four if you include wrecked or however you want to do it but right that's my opinion i don't i don't know it's interesting hmm. well like man we're just we're starting to go through what league of legends fans go through every year <laughs> right like they love the teams they're like, oh, this is the best version of this team. They're they're gonna be together forever. They're gonna like all live in the same retirement home together. <laughs> like they're never gonna be <laughs> apart. And then the season changes. The season's over, and the rosters change. Right, right. And I I just think it's funny because, like, it's just we're just we're all this, what we're doing right now. Like we're like Gabe old school and joseph like oh they cannot be apart like they have to stay together forever but it's been that way for so long like you're just so used to it i know and like you get and you see their names and like they obviously were like good friends but i don't think that they'll stay together 
personally. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to say was like kids who are in high school are at way more of an advantage in the vainglory competitive scene because they can do this and not have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Like worry about how much they're getting paid. So true. Whereas like someone like Best Chuck, someone like Bonsi, someone like Gabe Vizzle, like they have Zeno to get tech. a good offer. Yeah, and Zeno, like they have to get a good offer or else it's just not feasible for them to do it because of all the energy that they have to put in. Like, I know, like, kids who are in high school have to do schoolwork and stuff, but, like, eh, comparatively speaking. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like, personally, I feel like kids who are in high school are at a bigger advantage because also they don't pay for, like, rent and stuff. Right. I would say, like, Zeno, like, I don't know his, you know, full story or anything, but, like, I'm sure he makes some money off, like, streaming and stuff or gets, like, donations, and I'm sure that goes to help. I don't know his living situation or whatever, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm-hmm. That gives him money compared to, like, let's say, Lone Delphi if he lives with his parents. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Like, he doesn't have to worry about it. He comes home from school and plays Vanglory until nine o'clock at night or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Oh yeah, for sure. And like, like T Tigers, he's in college, I think. Like, I can't even imagine. Like, obviously, obviously, he's like, like a really smart guy. And that's why he's able to balance it. No, I'm right. saying like the time man, like the time management stuff. Yeah, like, and he's probably like the exception, not the rule. You know what I mean? Where it's probably not possible, like very feasible. It's probably not very good for you, and it's you probably wouldn't perform to your highest level in your if you were in college under like normal circumstances for like the average person. Right. You know what I mean? versus yeah. like kid who's in high school like i used to do all my homework in high school at school like i never even brought it home <laughs> so like i would just sit and watch friends on tbs from like three o'clock till eight o'clock at night <laughs> yes like that's like all i would do that's so, amazing yeah yeah that that is something we mentioned before between me and you chatting probably was like you gotta look at the players or the the, the kids that are like putting off college to be a professional and focus on this. Like if they aren't getting an offer, that's like really like, that's actually worth it for them. You probably have the parents that are gonna be like, all right, maybe it's time for you to take a step back and be like, maybe I should just go to college and start focusing on the rest of my life career because maybe my two, three years I had in the early Bangalore esports scene is coming to an end. And that's, I don't know, maybe a, sad reality we don't want to see but yeah the high school players can stick around for as long as they want because that's their after school activity that they're required to do i guess is just play vainglory mm-hmm. i just think it's interesting and it's just interesting to think about how something like that could actually give someone a competitive advantage mm-hmm. yeah we'll have to see how everything uh ends up going into the april and so on but um the rest of the teams we've only talked about what two we still have hammers um do they even have any players on their roster right now um i guess we did talk about rogues that's three but i mean hammers is they lost starting that was kind of the person they always relied on always worked around um if he's gone and then the rest kind of go other places i mean who knows what hammers is gonna look like that's another big question mark we could throw random players on there but i when it comes to speculation i don't know 
what you can kind of decide. Because has anyone seen anything from Hammers at all? Like any type of teasing or anything? To my knowledge, I have not seen anything that I can remember that is worth talking about from Hammers. No. I mean, they still have Chicken. Right. Like, I guess. And he's a free agent, too. Yeah, I think, yeah. I don't know. It's a mess, and it's stressing me out. It is a mess. Because <laughs> I just want to know, like, like I and you know the thing is that you know that the players know. Yeah, that's what pisses me off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, you little shits, huh? Like, oh, like, well, I was I was in San Francisco, and I'm sitting right across from Big Paws in a room by ourselves. We're getting ready to do some test plays, and I look, I'm like, Paws, where are you going to be for competitive five v five? He just gets this little smart-ass smirk on his face, and he just laughs. And he's like, I don't know. You're going to have to wait. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I just can't even. Like, they probably know where other people are, too. And, you know, people don't leak it, I guess. It's a good thing for them, but it's not a good thing for us. <laughs> I'm impressed, man. All these kids. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Like that. Like, I would be, like, I would be able to handle it. I would be texting everybody. I'd be like, yo, check this out, man. Like. Look, I'm on this team. Don't tell anyone. But, like, good yeah. for them, I guess. I mean, the org's probably like, you can't say anything. Otherwise, like, your contract's, like, <laughs> disbanded. And, like, all, they threaten them with, like, all this stuff. And, like, you'll fail high school. And you know, <laughs> you're like, oh, uh, man. Okay. I can't say anything now. I have done some, like, okay, I'm sorry. But, like, this, like, like you know, like, the org telling them that, like, I've worked for some pretty strict companies and I definitely yeah. haven't, you know what I mean? Like, and that's like in yeah. industry. Right. And I just like, I wouldn't eat if an esports org was telling me something, I'd be like, ah, uh, all right. Like, <laughs> I'll try. Like, I'll try. Yeah. So, okay. What's interesting is I could be crazy, but do either of you guys follow DNZO's YouTube channel or no? Mm-hmm. Uh, not uh, like not like I probably should. All right, well, crude. I'm not talking to you then. Um, I feel okay. like he tweeted out. Okay, he tweeted. He posted like playing against TSM roster part one, part two, part three. Polly, do you remember? Did he not put out a video that said something about a rogue roster? Uh, let me just go to his YouTube. It's right not now. there anymore, and that's what I was questioning because I feel like I did watch it. Actually, where's my phone? I may have even taken a screenshot of it, but I feel like it was there, and then I think he like deleted it. Like, was he got rid of it because maybe he wasn't supposed to say what he did? I don't know. That'd be weird. Yeah, it would be weird. Um. I'm trying to see if I have a screenshot because I had screenshot a if bunch it was, of. If it was a situation like where like TSM was like, hey, yeah, we don't care. Like you can put this out there. And then there, but like Rogue was like, hey, yo, that's our actual roster. Like take that down. Like, <laughs> and I don't know because it was, I do remember seeing it. It was Sibs. It was Evol. It was Pawn the original. It was PVP Warrior. And I don't remember who the last person was, but it was like, it looked like some rogue members with a few other people thrown here and there. So it was like, Oh, maybe that could actually be rogues roster. Um, but I just, I went back to look cause I swear I saw on his channel as one of his little clickbait titles that was like playing against the new rogue 
roster question mark and like now i don't see that anywhere so i think either a i'm crazy or he deleted that video that kind of makes sense for the roster though like yeah i mean they kind of just trying to trying to fill the gaps yeah the roster that i saw did actually kind of make sense it wasn't a terrible roster but (laughs) well the thing with pawn is i think the guy gets stage fright oh you think like hardcore from the mobile esports thing yeah, or because the, like, whatever. yeah, like the mobile masters, like yeah, he didn't go. go out, the didn't go out for their match, and then he was out, and his body language was like really reserved and stuff. Like, why else would Sibs play instead of him? Because they were like, oh, he's well, not feeling well. He's not yeah. feeling well. Like, he's and nervous. It's like, oh, he's, yeah, he he. I think he just gets stage fright because it's like, oh, he's feeling better now. Like. <laughs> Like he's 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 all good. Just kidding. Yeah. Which like, you're like, like, oh, okay. He's, he's got the flu. Like, nope, he's better. Yeah, and like obviously, he's it's a kid, and he's right. gonna get stage fright. I'm not trying to like belittle him. I'm just saying like that's something to consider. Hmm. As far as like his ability to perform in tournaments, which right? is is strange though, because I do know he is a soccer player and he does play soccer. Uh, just from things I've heard in the past, and like he wasn't at a certain uh match because he like had been having like a soccer practice or tournament. So like he does compete in a different area. So like you would think maybe he could just transfer that over, but maybe his soccer matches aren't like um like intense or like to have a big audience. Maybe like that did that did at that event. Yeah, maybe just like well, usually soccer matches are in front of a bunch of overbearing parents. <laughs> not being like streamed for like thousands of people yeah yeah yeah. so like like worst thing that happens at a soccer match is like the dad goes on the field to argue with the ref but like (laughs) like worst thing that happens is he like embarrasses him in a vg like the mobile masters thing is like there was like a lot of people watching that because it was on amazon's channel right that's what that's what i was gonna say too is like maybe it's like there's i mean how many players are in a soccer match is there 11 on each side for each team no how many play on each team? I don't even know. Let's say eleven. Let's say ten to eleven on each <laughs> side. Like so, there's twenty players. On, there's twenty players out on the field versus six players on the stage, and like you're gonna get a lot more quote unquote airtime, especially on a national stage. Like when you're being streamed on Twitch compared to like your high school soccer match. Yeah, like exactly like what you said. So I don't know. Maybe he's like more worried about like people talking about him specifically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Also, like, these are all young people. I can't imagine, like, I don't even think I could, like, talk to strangers when I was <laughs> that old, when I was, like, in high school. So props yeah. for being able to go on stage at all. Yeah. Some some people can do it. Some people can't. Yeah. So maybe we've seen a hint of Rogue. That's a big question mark as well. I know Rogue will definitely be different without him. I mean, that will be some uh, some shoes to definitely fill. Um, e, uh, Hammers, okay, that's the other question mark. Like maybe we'll see information from them coming in through March and stuff since uh, April does start the, the, the preseason. Um, so then Vision we kind of already talked about. So we kind of have like a confirmation. This is how confusing this is. Sorry to everyone listening, but like I don't have anything written down, and it's just a giant like us trying to keep everything straight. We have TSM. Maybe they say we have a roster for them. We see Nova with a decent roster. We see maybe Rogue. We'll see Tribe. Oh, we haven't talked about Tribe, right? We haven't talked about the World Champions Tribe. 
no confirmation from you guys no we haven't okay we haven't talked about it right so okay here we go then this is the question i wanted to talk about from tribe originally like try being like the world champs uh they have dnzio they have tigs they have max green all three yep check keep them around i agree with that zell uh not saying that he's not a great player not a bad player I personally just don't know if he's like a super sub that comes in and just makes great plays. Maybe you keep him as your fourth, or do you just go find two other amazing players that are out there, aka all of Cloud9. You have, um, I honestly would put Zeno probably on the same level as Zell, and I could be completely wrong, but that's just my opinions. Uh, you have Von C, like, should Tribe go out there and form this all-star NA roster? Because we, I still think we need this all-star NA roster somewhere. Well, see, because you're referring to the NA, the all-star roster, you're comparing it to the EU, which is the SK with the three laners, right? That's what you're referring to? Yes, if you want to talk about that real quick, we have SK Gaming that played their first showcase match against Clash on stream, and it was Hagman, SK Captain, Kabalfar, SK Laner, Tyrus, the SK jungler. And then you add Tetno JJ from Fnatic and you add Hondor from G2, the three best laners in EU, Cavalfar, Tetno, and Hondor. That's like a true all-star best players possible on the same team. Okay, here's my first issue. Pauly, do you care I go first? No, I go for it. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm like a I'm going to say the same thing that I said earlier. I'm a what what's a broken clock? No, is that the right no. broken record? Thank you. <laughs> broken clock. Record. record. <laughs> you just can't tell time. That's why I'm here, guys. That's why I'm here to keep you laughing. Anyway, uh, this should be good. I'm interested. <laughs> no, I'm just. It's the same thing. Is like, okay, yeah, it looks great on paper that all these big stars are on the same team, but will it work? Like, should Tribe go out and get that C9 roster, or should they go? Hmm, let's do like I don't know. Can you do tryouts where you have people come on and like? see what synergy works but i mean synergy takes time you can't just have them play once together and be like oh yep this works so it's that's, that's what tsm yeah, it, is doing right now i would say yeah exactly it looks good on paper if they go out and get c9 but how do you what if it doesn't work what if gabe and max green hate each other i probably not but like what you know that what if is always there like you can't just throw these star-studded people together i would say 75 percent of the time it's not gonna work Mm-hmm. that's my yeah, opinion on that well it's it's a process too like all you can do is make your best guess about what team will do well and if they don't yeah. try again next season right yeah. so it'll just be it's just gonna be it's this first season is gonna be like the great like experiment right like people are gonna see how it works and the 5v5 I think we should I think the attitude the best attitude to go into this like 5v5 is like forget who was the best in this role in 3v3 you know what i mean like forget yeah, yeah. everything you knew or thought about 3v3 and at the end of this season we'll see who's actually the best top laner you know like who's the best mid laner because be like oh man like think like oh like i don't know who's the best jungler like t tigers is the best jungler in 3v3 maybe he will be in 5v5 but 5v5 is also going to be a lot different for that position. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, maybe I don't know. That's C. just my attitude. Yeah, maybe maybe Von C, like, shows people that, like, he's more... Like, I don't know. I just feel like the best attitude to have is just be like, 
here's all the players that we know are good in 3v3. Let's see how they play in 5v5. Yeah. You know what I'm curious about? Real quick, a little off topic here. How much players have an input on who they bring on to like the teams? You know what I'm saying? Like, so especially like right now with this huge team swap, like other than Flash X, like, you know, I wonder how much like DNZ is like, hey, it's like talking to Chief Pat or whoever, like, we should do this. I've played with this person. I like playing with this guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm curious how, I mean, how much players have how much say depending on who they are. They'd be dumb not to just from like, you're like, hey, like I get along with this person really well. We play a lot together. We, you know, we push each other, this kind of stuff. And like as a owner, manager, organizer, whatever, I would be like looking towards my players to give me good information on who we should go after. You know, that's that's probably yeah. like the, the things that makes the most sense. But I mean, at the same time, it still is a business. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I like playing with this person. He's my best friend. You got to remember, some of these are like 14-year-old kids. And are they going to be looking at it as like, hey, this is my best friend. Don't hurt his feelings. I want to play with him. Well, I don't know. I, I think like... I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, I don't I don't think... Some of them, you may get that. But like, I even though Zio is really young, I feel like Zio definitely wants to win. And Zio would be picking people that he knows he can win with. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, it's just going to be interesting to find, like, to see how it all settles. And I feel like what's going to happen is the teams will get all settled, and there might be one or two choices where we're like, oh, yeah, that team is going to be stacked. Like, they're going to crush everyone. And maybe they don't. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it just doesn't work out that way. Like, for TSM staying in Vainglory's sake, the like it's it, it would be best for them to get a really good team and just dominate everyone. Yeah. Because like like for for just to try to get them to stay in Vainglory, you know what I mean? Right. Because I like they win the world championship, they're probably not even considering leaving. Mm, it makes sense. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about Cloud9. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're talking about was Cloud9. Are you talking about TSM? Both, really. Because right, like Cloud9 won Worlds, would they be leaving because of the giant break and they have to pay all these players? Like, it, would it be as big of a like? Would it hurt them, or would they would just be like, "Nah, we can we can stay." Yeah, I, I think it's just like, it's just another thing for them to put on their website, like World Champions of Vanglory, because that's what VG is to these big orgs. Right. It's just it's they're padding their portfolio. They're not like. Like, bread and butter for them is, like, League of Legends. Yep. And, like, for for C9, like, League of Legends, CSGO, for TSM, it's basically just League of Legends. I think they have an okay PUBG team. But, like, all these little side ventures, it's, and, like, it's just what they do with streamers, right? They just, they infiltrate these markets just to get their brand out there. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's all it is right now with the size of the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's there's so much that's gonna change. Like, what players are we gonna see stick around? Like, do old school and I Love Joseph they sh- they stream right? Have they been streaming at all? I haven't seen them. 
personally. Yeah, me but neither. That I mean, I'm not like on Twitch 24/7, so I, I mean, I yeah. don't know. I feel like they did stream in the past though, and that's why it's just kind of like I haven't seen them tweeting. I haven't seen them be doing really anything. Like, I don't know. I just feel like Gabe is definitely still in the scene. He's making content. Like, he's still definitely around. So that's why it's just weird. Like seeing old school and I love Joseph just being like gone. Maybe they're just doing school, just focusing on themselves. Obviously. Uh, leaving worlds and leaving getting dropped from cloud nine is probably a, a big deal for them so i don't know it just just kind of weird seeing them just kind of be gone in the current scene um I don't know. it is the school year like yeah, think yeah. about who's streaming like it's mostly like flash xeno gabe fizzle yeah pretty much the three big ones like they're all out of high school yeah it makes sense like I don't know. And like streaming is kind of like different than just like sitting in your room and playing Vainglory. It's yeah. like a big elaborate, it's like an elaborate thing. I guess they are on a, <clears throat> they are on some of the content like Dnzo. He's had old school on one of his videos. He's had Joseph actually on another one. So I guess they still are playing. It's not like they're completely gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause I don't know. did delete his Twitter, which is, also kind of weird just because he's been playing with uh tsm and his twitter's been deleted and i'm like guys where, where'd you go why'd you delete your twitter he just wanted to disappear i guess man everything's going like what is going on <laughs> like uh when, when do you think i just like to go on my i i my whole thing is like this is how i picture endless right now sitting in a room <laughs> staring at a wall that's got a bunch of pictures and print and screenshots connected with red yarn like, oh i'm tweeting that drawn, circles oh. drawn around it like a picture of flash x with like four furious circles around it like with a string over to hammy just like, <laughs> sitting back just like yes it's all coming together my web my web uh. of information Okay, have you seen uh oh my god, I can't think of it. Oh, uh always, always sunny, sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's exactly yes. Yeah, that's how I picked it. It's Charlie. Uh oh, ambulance. Uh, Pause. Alright. Yeah, that's what okay. You're like you're like cause doesn't exist, man. He's with his Twitter. He's not even real. Like, Where did he go? What now what? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, it must have been a smurf this whole time. He's not a real person. <laughs> It's actually Von C. Kaz is Von C. Yeah, like, confirmed. Oh confirmed. Oh my god. Hey, Polly, do you have any so like editing skills or uh, anything of that sort? No, I have no. I bring right. nothing to the table. I was gonna have you make me a, a awesome meme, but I guess I'll do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I'll do it myself. Uh, I mean, like, there's that Polly emoji in the Discord in the time Discord. Oh yeah, that was ba- that was drawn based off of one of my one of my art pieces. I drew I drew Flicker, and everyone thought it was Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I oh, I have no abil- I have no abilities. That's great. That's oh, hilarious. God, that's fine. All right. Um. Yeah, EU and A obviously. I don't know what we'll see happen with EU. Obviously, we don't focus as much on EU, but the SK was interesting to me. Fnatic leaving is interesting. Like, you know, G2, maybe they're in a place like uh, TSM is right now. Like, 
on the cusp of deciding if they want to, you know, retain and keep an art roster and compete. So EU, I think, is just kind of in the same boat as well. Um, they have to have EU and NA need to have the same amount of teams in them, right? Like, are we going to see that still across the board? Like, let's say everyone in EU did stick around, but everything in NA goes to shit. Like, can EU have eight teams and then NA have six? Is that even possible? Hmm. Uh, no question mark. I don't, uh, I don't I mean, know how it would work. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It, it could depending like on how the, like the Western championships go. If it's like each region gets four, then as long as North America has the baseline four teams, like technically it's possible, but I yeah. mean, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of teams out there, right? Like other than like the ones we see now, like challenger teams, like, Misfits is still a team, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I I think you'll get it. They'll fill the spots, like. They'll find at least I think there's at least eight teams, in each in each region. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you think in the next couple of weeks, like, because if free season does start in April, and let's say it's halfway through April, because like. Let's say it doesn't start like, oh, April 1st, it fires up. Let's say it starts the next week or like, you know, a little bit into April. Do you think like by like halfway through March or like here in the night, once we get into March, like we're going to see more and more announcements, everything's going to start kind of settling down because we are on like a major, like, I think there's a lot of information that is getting close to being finalized and then they're just waiting for the right time to release it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that soon. I, I hope it's Hopefully. before April I hope it's before April first because I do not. I like do not want that April Fool's to jokes. Be, yeah, I do not want that to be a thing. Mm, like I didn't even think of that, but I'll be pretty triggered if that's a if did, that's a thing. Well, you are dealing with kids, so. Oh yeah, man! I'm telling you, it has to be before April first, or else I'm just gonna delete Twitter. <laughs> uh, gosh. Yeah, that could be that could be a rough time for all of us because everyone could troll the crap out of us. Um, <clears throat> well, like, yeah, it, I foresee that happening. <laughs> well, Vainglory themselves <laughs> have uh, really, uh, I don't know what the word I'm trying to say, but like every April Fool's Day, they always are releasing some type of joke that gets people going. It's kind of it's kind of funny as the company does that. Oh yeah, that's how Corpus. Was. They're gonna shoot themselves in the foot one year and like put something out there that people actually want <laughs> like corpus basically yeah like well like corpus is a hero like the look of him is cool he was overpowered <laughs> yeah his abilities were just insane but yes. people still say that he should make a comeback he's been in the lore and all that other kind of stuff but uh <clears throat> all right let's see esports wise did we talk about everything did we talk about everything to a full amount of extent that we could like there, there's been so much i don't even know if cloud nine I mean, all right go on i got another thing to say no 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 yours is way more important than mine i was just gonna say i mean we could talk here for like six hours so it depends on what you want to <laughs> how deep you want to go on stuff and everything uh, so go ahead I, gonna I was say? gonna say if cloud nine let's say we go with crude's uh little hypothesis and he says uh another team comes in and picks up uh, Cloud9. Let's say it's uh, Tier 2, Tier 3 org, then this Cloud9 team dominates and they win win whatever it may be. 
uh, it's going to be kind of, I will love it, just like we saw Immortals bail on the the Immortals team, and then Tribe comes in and picks them up, and the next thing you know, they win Worlds. It's going to be like, Cloud9, you should have never left. Like, do you, do you regret your decision now? Yeah, I mean, just depending <clears throat> on the money situation again. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Be like, ha, suckers. I think that my, I think the success of mobile PUBG Ooh. will have a correlation to the success of Vainglory in in terms of with big esports organizations. Okay. Because the more east like games that come onto the mobile market that like have that generate like a big esports following and like can be shown to be played at a competitive level, the better that that benefits like Bangalore in every game, every mobile game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially Just... it's under the PUBG like banner, like it's actually their game. Yeah. So like, I just feel like the more the merrier when it comes to that, because like the, the more that mobile, mobile esports can be vetted as like a legitimate form of esports the better hmm. so uh hypothetically speaking let's just say 10 cent drops the terrible arena valor and just you know let's say throws a couple of those millions of dollars they have at scmc and say hey you guys have the best game let's just build the shit out of this market and focus on one of them because I don't know. To me, it's just like SMC has the best game, best engine, best everything, best graphics, no funding, no money. AOV is, uh, you know, for me personally, doesn't isn't as fun, doesn't as much competitive, isn't better graphics, isn't better game engine, but they have all the money. So it's just like, let's just, you know, fix that issue and just make one great mobile and it just be Vainglory. But that's just me in my perfect world. <laughs> I mean, that's just how it works, man. It's like yeah. Bangalore is, is the BMW of mobile MOBAs. Everyone would love to have, like, like I don't know, like, everyone would love to make a BMW, but Toyota still makes a good car that people consume. Damn it, Paul, I gotta right? be reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. <laughs> that's it's all my auto, it's all my auto industry experience. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> just interesting to think that maybe some of that stuff could happen though investment wise maybe like a big um maybe like another big because you see razor partnered with vainglory right like right, yeah maybe yeah. another uh, maybe another big phone company will partner with them like just as like a look at how awesome our phone is and like this game that pushes the limits as far as like gaming on mm-hmm. mobile goes like make it like a showcase like item for it you know like i feel like that's where vainglory like strategic partnerships with companies that are centered around playing video games like in a mobile way right right, right? and like it's that's where the competition is going to be because like if a big company decides to partner with Arena of Valor and like start sponsoring their weekend streams or whatever, like think about how detrimental that could be. Yeah. Like, Raz- like Raz- Razor's, a- Razor's like a big, it's like a great company and they make good stuff. But what if like a Titan just comes in and says like, let's pump 
money into Arena of Valor. Yeah. Like, let's make it the MOBA for the Samsung Galaxy 9, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I know that's a huge step, but, like, if something like that happens... So, like, I feel like there's a lot going on behind the scenes as far as, like, strategic partnerships between companies that will affect the mobile esports. Yeah. Like, niche. I don't know. I feel like Apple... I don't know. I think they have already... I've already seen some crazy amount of advertising for Vanguard. Like, obviously, Apple's done a couple already showcases in their marketplace. They've... Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Apple tweeted about the great 5v5 and they had a video attached to it, but the video was the 3v3 map. Like, I'm not sure why that was put through when they tweeted about the great 5v5 new game mode, but it was a 3v3 map because... I don't know. To me, that kind of triggered me because I'm just like, you're not even showing the new map. Like, what the hell? But, yeah. anyways. But, like... I have seen that. Like, Vainglory is just a better representation of technology. Mm Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like garbage. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't. Like, hashtag no disrespect to Arena of Valor. (laughs) But, like, like, honestly, it's cartoony. Oh, yeah. Vainglory is awesome. I, and at least Vanglory can come up with their own heroes and don't need to just like steal comic book heroes and pretend like it's Batman a, it's and like Superman. A and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. When you first get a look at 5v5 and you just realize that this is legit on a phone, like I'm not only just, you know, because I'm obsessed with Vanglory and obviously love the company, like saying this just because of that. They're not paying me to say any of this, but it's like this stuff is truly like this is PC type graphics like oh League of Legends like ooh I think Vanguard maybe looks looks better than League of Legends does in some aspects maybe it's just yeah. a graphic and art style that I enjoy but um I was gonna think yeah and like think about how accessible that is yeah to, yeah to people like who might not be able to afford a computer to run League of Legends on but like yep. A lot of people, most people have phones. You know, I don't want to speak too generally, but most people do have a smartphone yeah. nowadays. So, like, it, that's why I love it personally. Because mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I didn't, I didn't have like, like gaming systems. I didn't have a nice computer, right? Like, so I can definitely like, it makes me like happy, to know that like, because of Vainglory, someone who was like me growing up could now play right. a game at the same level as people who have all that stuff. Yeah. It's a good point. I never looked at it that way, but yeah. Well, did you guys see Razor's little advertisement about Bangalore as a picture of a phone? And it was like 120 Hertz or HZ and then like the 60 thing. Like, did you guys see that picture? Mm-hmm. So like that was like a uh, crew. Did you not see it? I don't remember. You don't. Maybe have, I did. You don't see anything. Anyways, like when I see someone talking about Vanglory or advertising for it that like isn't the Vanglory community, I I love reading through the comments just to see people be like Vanglory, like what the hell is this? Or like always people are really confused. And this poor girl made the mistake of tweeting on that Razor tweet, like saying like Why would I play on a phone? Like I have a computer. Like why would I want to play this great graphic? supposedly on a phone it's not competitive like i would rather just go play a mobile on my computer so much more competitive so much more in depth and i like i feel bad for razor responded to her vangler responded every single vanglory community member responded like challenging her to try it and be like you're completely wrong and i feel like that's what just sucks because people don't ever 
get outside the box. They just think in their world. They're like, there's no way I could I play a phone a game on a phone. Like that's boring. Like that's just Candy Crush. And it just I don't know. It just bothers me. And I'm hopefully that stigma will be kind of broken of like, oh, there's nothing competitive on the phone. In order to be a competitive gamer, you have to have thousand dollar PC build or you know a a console gamer. Mm-hmm. But like I'm, I just, I just went, I went to the tweet. And Vainglory responded, like, we think gamers are gamers no matter what device they use. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, like, yeah, exactly. You know, like, not everyone's, like, privileged enough to have a nice gaming computer. Mm -hmm. Like, an an Xbox, a console. And, like, not that that's, like, the goal of Vainglory is to be like, oh, we're helping out all these poor kids and afford (laughs) all this stuff. You know, like, that's that's not it at all. But it, it does provide that to a certain extent right right i mean i think i've already said this try to say this a few times we've gone on different tangents but them advertising them getting as much other people on board is the best thing we can do obviously even flash i mean i don't know if you guys saw but flash was streaming vainglory tsm myth like uh, one of the big yep. fortnite streamers was also streaming fortnite flash x is a manager for fortnite question mark like works with them and helps them and stuff so like Myth hosted Flash after he got done, and so like Flash had like boom thirteen thousand viewers on Vainglory. It quickly dropped and stuff, but like if you look at the initial people that came over to Flash's stream, like those are like people from the biggest gaming community right now. Like Fortnite is dominating everything. Ninja had like a hundred and twenty-seven thousand people watching him stream today, and that's obviously bigger than like a lot of competitive streams on a big weekend for like a big tournament. So like the fact that all that's, those, four- that's a, yep. That's a football stadium filled. Just like, just put that in perspective. Like, big football more stadium. than that, more than that, more than that. Yeah. 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 Like that's insane. Sorry. Go ahead. But like, yeah, just even though look at the percentage of those players that are actually going to like, Oh, I want to download this game now and try it. It may be small considering like, that's a first-person shooter coming over to a mobile on a phone. But, like, still, you're still getting people from the biggest community to at least see Vanglory one time. And that's probably more than they would ever have seen it unless they were on Twitch's homepage when Vanglory is being featured. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, great exposure for the game. Yeah. Uh 2018, man. It's going to be interesting. 2018. All I know is I'm thinking of the, <laughs> that that gift of Charlie, and I'm, I'm going to create it. Man, I've been thinking about that all day. <laughs> like, like, I'm not going to lie. I've been like, like, every time you message me on Discord or something, I'm just like, like, the, the web, the web widened. Like, <laughs> like. I'm, I swear to God, like the the uh, X Files music and the Illuminati symbol just like <laughs> appear. Illuminati like, said, uh, "I'm not going to admit the amount of players that have their notifications turned on, so I uh, I see immediately uh, when things are announced. Uh, I'm not going to admit that. I'm going to keep that a secret. I don't want to be too embarrassed, but I'm." Definitely, I do a little more uh, diving and researching and checking than I should. That's the only reason why I know Cause is Twitter is deleted. Because I went back to his page to see if anything has changed. And it wasn't there. And I was like, okay, he just deleted his Twitter. Let me let me put that on my web. Cause is gone. Like, 
<laughs> just like me trying to keep my list of what's happening. I literally have a headache thinking about it. <laughs> and Vanglory, yeah, Vanglory hasn't even added the aspect of people crossing regions yet, like we see in League of Legends. So let's let's keep that away for now. Yeah, that that'll take a lot of popularity for people to move countries. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, um, unfortunately, I think this is going to be our only episode for this week. That could change, but unless stupid ambulance pause. Woo, woo, woo. I live way too close to the road, and I'm on the same road as the hospital. So, you know, they got to take those drunk college kids to the hospital. Um, but anyways, back to my original thing. Unless something major comes up, we may do another episode. This is an hour and 30. We, you guys may have a, a nice long episode to split out through your week. Uh, we, we talked about everything. It was great. Uh, we could keep talking, but I have other things I need to get done tonight. But then going forward to next week, sorry, Paul, you're just going to stick around for us closing out this episode. Crude, let's talk about this live. We won't yeah. be able to do an episode, right? Probably not, uh, unless something crazy happens, like over this coming weekend. I actually, I can't say that. I don't know what your weekend schedule looks like, but unless that's yeah, true. probably not. Well, the only problem is okay. We're going to Vegas, everyone. Obviously, my spring break is coming up. Like my school will be done for a whole week, so I'll have Vegas. Well, we're going to Vegas. My whole family, um, my family's out there. We're gonna go visit some family and do, you know, your normal Vegas things. But like. I don't want to take my computer and deal with TSA and all that kind of stuff just to release one episode. And like, I could release an episode on Monday before we take off and you could have that for the whole episode. So we may do that. Maybe we'll do an episode on the weekend. I could promise you maybe one, but other than that, I think crew and I may be taking a little vacation and just a break. Uh, we'll probably get screwed. Everything will happen. I guarantee every player releases their information. Fuji and SCMC, they tweet out all the stuff about esports, and we'll be just completely screwed and won't have time to talk about any of it. Hopefully that doesn't happen though. We'll be back by Friday and then we'll be back on our normal grind. So this week plot twist what let's turn off our cell phones for the entire week so we have no idea what's going on no uh, i'm directly relying on paulie to just <laughs> message me every time something happens like because me and you will be pretty busy so normally paulie's the person i message randomly i'm like hey did you see this and he's just like nope and i'm like yep and then he's like hey did you see this and i'm like nope so yeah that's normally how our conversations go <laughs> but uh uh so we'll keep you updated if you guys aren't following us on Twitter, yeah. TFR underscore esports, um, keep us, keep paying, whatever, pay attention there, and we'll let you guys know if anything changes. But other than that, uh, this is episode 87. The rambling goes on. Uh, Paul, like, crude, anything else? Any other last words after after this long episode? Uh, No, no final thoughts. Just want to thank Polly for taking out some time out of his day to come on and talk some uh, Fangor esports with us. Oh, it's no problem. I have no social life. <laughs> I'm actually just making a meme right now that I'm ex I'll share with you. Oh, okay, uh, cool. Moment. Cool, cool. All right. Uh, cheers. Thanks for listening, everyone. And um, maybe you'll hear us again this week going into next week. Maybe. But if not, uh, I hope you guys enjoy uh, the next couple of weeks. We'll enjoy our vacation. And uh, good luck out there on the rise. Hopefully your, uh, your games are going better than uh, better than mine. 
Thanks for tuning in to Time for Rolling. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Music and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition of Time for Rolling.